Hello, and welcome to another normal episode of the UK Airshow Review Podcast, the podcast we started when we had no airshows to review. I'm going to do that again because Kat coughed in the background. Sorry. <laughs> we didn't hear it. Just edit it in, just leave it in. Oh, she's, no, she's off again. Um, we're all going to do it anyway. We're all, we're all going to do it anyway. Just leave it in. Just do that as part of the, do it part of the intro. Yeah, yeah. So this is, well, tell you what, let's leave this in and we'll give the listeners a good idea of what every single normal intro actually sounds like. Um, and I think we're all down with something at the moment, so we're all going to be coughing, spluttering through. Uh, this is the podcast we started when we had no air shows to review. Uh, my name is Sam, and joining me this evening are... Ian. Tom. And Tom. In the uh, non-standard, unalphabetical order. Um, so, it's another normal episode. We haven't done one of these in donkey's years. It's been a- it's been I think it's been ages since we last did one i actually didn't check but it feels like it's been months since we actually got together just to chat shit right yeah i think it has yeah we are missing dan as well we are missing dan yeah but he's oh, i'm flying a plane uh. absent members <laughs> pour, pour him one out yeah. god rest yeah. his soul there's, there's an undrunk glass of brandy somewhere on a desk <laughs> it's only two days from retirement <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, how's how are we all doing? Good, uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Apart from di- dying from man flu. Yeah, winter is that time of year, season. isn't it? Yeah, this will be season. jolly. Well, it's I mean, it is the season, but it is it is now. I mean, I think for the first time that we've done one since it's the end of the season, it's the end of the 2023 air show season. Um, we've all been uh, we've all been to at least one air show this year. Um, Maybe we should do a little little roundup. What 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 are our highlights? Not to not to prejudice the UCAR top ten, of course, which is being formulated um, as we speak. But is it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's constantly in formulation, Ian. All all throughout the year. Uh, all the year. Yeah. Do you not do you not have it just ticking away? Every time you see any every single pass at every single air show you go to, are you not mentally logging it just in case? I'm physically yeah. unable to attend a single event. Like I, I can't hear a Cessna splutter without going. Is that a top ten movie? <laughs> <laughs> Whipping out the notebook. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but Tom actually would because he'd, he'd click the red. Yeah, I would. I would. Um, well, I'm sure he's he's had a good time with Reg's lately, and we're going to get onto that lately. Uh, we're going to get onto that later. Um, Oh, he can tell you in a while. We're gonna get onto that later, and he's gonna tell us all about uh, a little trip, little little trip with his friend that he did uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, which sounds amazing. But yeah, it's a season season recap. I mean, I mean, I, do you know actually more than that, I mean, I I think the only I went to one Shuttleworth and one Riyadh, and I think it's the lowest amount of air shows I've been to in a season, probably uh, since 2013. Do you know, I've heard that a lot. I've heard that a lot from a lot of people just saying, I like, people have just gone, I've just attended, like, nothing this year. I don't know what it is. Maybe 2022, because it was come out after the pandemic, it's like, oh, air shows, like, properly air shows. And then there's just a bit of a clear, or whether it was the weather, because it was a pretty rubbish oh, summer, it was a wasn't rubbish it? summer. Yeah. I think a lot of it as well, you know, for me personally, was cost of living. You know, living in Birmingham, I had, the closest air show was Cosford, yeah, Riyadh and Midlands Airfest, and that's all I, I think that's all I've been to this year. Mm. I, I would have loved to have got to a Shuttleworth, but 
you know, traipsing all the way down. Yeah. Hour and a half, two hours to and from Bedford each way. Just couldn't justify it at the moment. It is a kick in the nuts, cost of living. Like, you, it, I don't know, you just start looking at Asher tickets and you immediately, like Shuttleworth, yeah. It's a long drive for me and I just think, oh, it would be nice, but I have to book before I know what the weather is. I've seen most of what's there. Maybe there's one item and so that could go tack. And it's just like, I don't know, yeah, cost of living's real, real kick in the nuts this year compared to years previous. Yeah, and I think, with, with especially with Shuttleworth, um, if there was something, you know, amazingly different than what I've already seen, you know, the collection stuff, all right, the Lancaster does some brilliant passes, but, mm. you know, again, is it worth, you know, 30, what is it, 30, 30 quid, 35 quid a ticket? Yeah, it's, and it's, then, it is getting expensive. You know, four hours worth of petrol, plus food yeah. and everything. You know. If there was something massively different, and I'd rip their end off, but they're just, they're just not. Yeah. I didn't go at all this year. And there were shows that I did look at going, but I think because I didn't go this year, I'll definitely make the effort to go next year. Um, might take the whole family, fam day out or something. I will get one on the uh, on the calendar for next year. But uh, yeah, the only, only one that I did this year was Rio, and I only sort mm. of realised it the other day that was all that I did. It's been. No, I shouldn't say lacklustre year. There's, of course, there've been shows on, but I just haven't, haven't felt it that much this year. But it's it's weird that it's universe like we're all feeling it, and it's yeah. like people I talk to as well. It's not just like one person. Yeah, you know, sometimes one one or two people have just, you know, had an off year or something. But everyone just seems to be like, oh, it's just not. I think to be fair, I think uh, cost of living has hit. <clears throat> I mean, some of us obviously managed to. We've gone away for trips abroad as well, so it's it's hit obviously some people more than it's hit others. Um, but it, I think the weather didn't help at all because it always seemed to be crap. It just always it seemed is. to be crap. It was weather, just one no of those years. It, what, yeah. as if there was a, an air show on that weekend. Um, <clears> but I mean, even Shuttleworth, I, I think you know. And for me, I, I live in London, so it's very easy to get to Shuttleworth. But um, the the one I went to was with with as you say, sort of a family thing with my, my girlfriend and my mum. But after that, it was like, well, it's expensive and it, it's the same stuff I've seen before. And I, I, I wasn't, mm. you know, if it was 10 quid cheaper, I'd, I'd go three or four times a year. But hmm. it's, it just, which is weird because obviously you're spending even more money that way. But it it just sort of turns you off if, you ju- if it is just mm. the same things again and again. Mm. And you want to support them. It's not like, 100%. you know, it's, 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 it can be a tough decision at times. Well, there could be something that yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty. It would be really cool, but oh, it's a Sunday. The weather looks crap, and mm. you know I don't want to spend that money. It's yeah, yeah, just very, very strange. But I think this is the first year I haven't attended a Shuttleworth. You know, notwithstanding pandemic years, mm. I think since I since I started going to Shuttleworth. Um, yeah. But I mean, who knows? D Day celebrations next year, you know? Yeah, perhaps, I mean, that's uh, that's if if they do the same uh, thing again as they did in twenty nineteen. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, I, who who couldn't go to that? It, it looks, it, it could be ridiculous. The last one was ridiculous. Yeah. So, hmm. although hmm. that that list came out, um, I'll see if I can bring it up now. Having just closed everything down, I think <laughs> it was quite a late a late announcement, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't remember how it was compared to last time, um, but the the shutter the Shutterworth list in the, for the twenty nineteen show it was quite late because um, they didn't know if they could, do you remember they didn't know if they could do it because they I think the the show before was it the season premiere because this oh, happened in like thing. June yeah yeah in twenty nineteen yeah. 
And I think they had the, was it the Aces High or Dragomoot? I forget now, but they had a Dakota and I think perhaps the Catalina. And it was like the first time a big aircraft had landed on the grass yeah. strip and it was a kind of proof of concept. Yeah. And then the next show, they were like, here's yeah. six Dakotas on the floor. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Um, I mean, just but it, that it, happened. It, it was such very a spectacle. Late. Yeah. But that, but Dom was right. That happened very late in the day, if I remember. Um, and it was like uh, yeah, a couple was, of weeks before. Right. So, so they, they released <clears> the list uh, only a couple of weeks ago, actually, for aircraft that they're hoping to take part as in to come over, I, I guess, come over next year. And it's it, it feels like it's way fewer than the last time. I mean, obviously, 2019, there were, there were bananas number of, of, of Dakotas involved. So we've got, uh, what was it? Ten involved, mm. uh, Placid Lassie, Screaming Eagle, Vassal Brother, Ready for Duty, which is an R4D, which I remember Andy actually correctly pointed out in the in the group is is I think I don't know how many there are flying, but ridiculously rare. That's a That's very cool. very rare. It's sort of the, mm. I think the sort of the the, the B fifty to the B twenty nine equivalent of a of a DC three mm. or C forty seven, which is is if that comes over, I mean that's a that's a collector's that's item. Tops. Yeah, Spirit of Benovia, uh, and then. C forty one happenstance with an asterisk in I don't, know, I don't know what what that means. Um and those are the ones from the USA and then you've got the Chalet one from France and then Dragomoot Pegasus and uh Night Fright, which I don't think is, is flying even, is it? No, still in pieces at Coventry. Yeah. But they're, they're working on it. I, I do follow them on social media, they're working on it a lot. Yeah, their their socials aren't bad. Like they're quite yeah. they're quite good at yeah. Yeah. chucking up, you know, here's where we are and stuff. And it, it, it looks like it could conceivably be airworthy then. I um I guess with the uh just the, everything going on at the moment, I can see why maybe people haven't operators haven't committed to it yet. So I guess there's plenty of room for things to to add to it, particularly in the European um ones that are out there. I mean, seeing like the Danish ones, the Swiss one, um, Swiss ones, and Finnish ones, the Swedish, and all of that last time mm, were I think it was Swedish. Loads, yeah. So uh, there's plenty of room for it, plenty of scope for, yeah. for more to be added. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, anyway, so we, we just doomed quite a bit about this year. So what, what's good? <laughs> All right, highlights, 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 highlights. Oh, that's bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, oh, let, me, let me throw this one out there then. This, I don't think this was a, as much a highlight as people hyped it up to be and thought it would be. But the Draken at Midlands Airfest has to be, um, you know, the Swedish Air Force Historic Flight uh, Draken at Midlands Air Festival has to has to be remembered. I think in the year, even if it wasn't, you know, it was a bit it had problems with ATC and you know it was quite high and didn't do a huge amount. But that was a Just very a cool even get it. afterburning, it, it, yeah. yeah, classic in, in jet to come it, over to the UK it being a coup, at a mainland airfield. And as, as you and say, all, yeah, and it looked good in sunlight as well. You know, I mean, it was backlit for the show, but it was in the sun and yeah. you know looks great. So there's one, and and it's coming back next year. Yeah, I, to to make amends, I'm sure. But yeah, yeah and I think their, their social media was says, um, I think it's like unfinished business or something back for unfinished like business, that. something That's like that. And it's sort of <laughs> brilliant bit of air show yeah. communication. I love yeah. it when people just take ownership of stuff like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. they're like. I mean, it, it <laughs> they, sounds they like what happened. I can't really remember now, but it just sounds like it was a bit of a catalogue of errors with not really anyone in particular to blame. Just, just a chain, chain of yeah, awkwardness, I think. Yeah. And sometimes these things happen, but you know. But yeah, that that was a pretty good highlight. I would have thought. I didn't do much spotting this year as well. I thought I might do. I was hoping to go over to uh, East of England, but 
tinged with sadness, one thing that I did uh, enjoy that sticks in my mind of the year was watching the trio of Herculi as they did their oh, yeah. around mm. the country. Yeah. Um, mm. Got some footage for UCAR from some country lanes near Cosford. Mm. And it, yeah, it was, although you know, I was trying to follow it through the, um, the, the camera, uh, some of it was just actually stopping and staring and trying to <laughs> get it in a, a <laughs> wide shot so I could actually see it. Um, yeah, it was quite a poignant moment, but I'm glad that I have the flexibility um, just to nip out and, and catch that. So, yeah, that was uh, for, for my meagre year. That was that was a highlight for me. I think mm. in terms of spotting, Biggest there's been some brilliant stuff this year, but I don't think any of us have actually got out. I mean, you had Indian Mirages at Waddington for oh my God, Cobra Warrior. Don't. Which mm. I don't. Did anyone get out to? I didn't. Andy, um, Andy went to the Spotters Day. Yeah, which was, was a, mm. in a blizzard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Nothing yeah. happened. They got, they got a tour yeah. of the aircraft. I think I think they went to the Mirages, or did they not go to the Mirages? I can't. No, remember. I think they did. But it was it poor. Was, I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, that's another little like thing that warrants being mentioned. I don't know if anyone from RF Waddington is listening, but they put on a Spotters Day of of sorts um, for an exercise, which is, I mean, very rare in this country. Mm. And even with the weather being quite literally, quite literally being a, a, a snowstorm, um, they still went ahead with it and they still yeah. uh, did it and they offered places to people on, I think, the next one. Um, well, they, they, they've had one recently with the Canadian <laughs> um, Hornets and it was the same thing. They had a spotter's day and they got people on, on the base. And, they, you know, they, did they, up, did up they get good access the... with Yeah, they were right stuff? up close. Oh, yeah, fantastic. I, 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 well, I don't know about oh. flying stuff, but... Um, uh, I don't. I. Uh, I don't think there was at the other spotters day, but that could have been weather related. I. I didn't. I haven't paid too much because it, no, sure. it was only a couple I mean, of weeks ago. E- even if there wasn't, I would hope that it's a bit of a proving exercise with, you know, sh- sh- proof of concept kind of thing for whoever definitely, needs boxes definitely. being ticked. I mean, even then, the even without flying, the access is is good, and and <laughs> it's let's hope the RAF take note of the popularity and the success because God knows it's it's so commonplace on the continent. Um, but yeah, the Indian Mirages. No, I think other than Andy, I don't think any of us went. And I, I, I had been planning to go, but pretty much the only sort of block that I had free that I could have gone up, it was just because I think the first like two weeks of it was just dismal, dismal weather. I think that hit a lot of people because it really yeah. narrowed down the yeah. amount of time that you actually wanted to go. And I, I regret not going because I've Indian Mirages. I mean, when are you ever going to see them again? Um, but. But yeah, I mean, it's been, what was it, India Mirages, you had the French E3? Finnish Hornets, yeah. as I remember. They just had a French uh, exercise, didn't they? They were a thousand yeah. uh, E3. Mm-hmm. They've had the Canadian Hornets. Yeah. Indians. So, yeah, and then you think of... I mean, it's it's a shame we haven't got Dan on today, because he lives five minutes away from Lossiemouth now, so I think we've mentioned he's before. He's had a bang he's, he's been, yeah, absolutely. Like, every other day he's there <laughs> taking some pictures and stuff. This year, for some reason... Lossiemouth seems to have had half the air forces of Europe <laughs> sending fighters there. So, um, <laughs> he's had a good one, but, uh, you know, there's nothing like a night out on the uh, North Scots. I can't coast. remember how many times I've been spot. I, I, I went twice. I can't remember if I did a Mildenhall another time. I went to, I went to Mildenhall with Dan actually in January on a Saturday, and we saw two KC46s, which was depressing. Um, <laughs> And then I went, as you can see in my uh, background picture, which obviously doesn't work in an audio format, but uh, I went spotting, sort of by mistake, at Fairford uh, a couple of weekends ago, um, because I'd been planning to go for the B1s, 
and then saw Tom shared a tweet like the day before I was going. And I, so I was arranging, it was a holiday with my girlfriend and we decided to go to the Cotswolds because I managed to convince her to let me go plane spotting in the holiday. Um, <laughs> and the plan had been that we were going to do the weekend and then probably go on the Monday. I was going to go see the B1s. And then um, Tom shared a tweet like the, the day before we, we went out saying oh looks like the b1s have gone home now so thank you and it was like great brilliant that's perfect timing obviously but fortunately i still brought my camera with me because uh i when we got there i took cat on a little tour around fairford to show her the the famous airfield that takes me away for a week every year and uh (laughs) there were two b1s still there so i don't know why half went home one week and half went home another week but that was good news. Now my camera's with me. And then the only movement while I was there was at one thirty in the morning. <laughs> it's still a movement. Uh, it's still, still a counts. movement. And that's kind of a unique shot you've got. Well, there. so that's it, is we did go out. Uh, we we le- <laughs> And God bless her, I have to give massive acknowledgement to the, my unbelievably patient and wonderful and perfect girlfriend who not only let me go out at 12 o'clock at night with, I might add... <laughs> So I burst a tire on the <laughs> on the Sunday. Oh um curbed it. Uh, and so I couldn't find a change so I actually ended up we weren't we were staying in Lechlade so we weren't far away but I was like I'm damned if I'm going to have have got this close to it and then not do it. So I did drive a, a very careful and steady 45 miles an hour to the base. Uh, <laughs> genuine. Um and yeah we got there at like half past 12 waited waited and waited and then it went out at 1.30 in the morning and I got a going to say it, I think pretty cool shot of the afterburners yeah, and it's very purple cool. light yeah, yeah, on the very, tail very and cool. all that sort of stuff and uh, yeah pretty cool uh, and that's actually the only shot I have of a B1 in the air so I've never seen one otherwise so uh, still waiting to get one in the daylight but yeah that was my uh, I think that was my spotting of the year I think I did a Mildenhall another time I can't remember um, but it obviously wasn't very memorable so <clears throat> You've not done like a Stansted or something? Because I thought there there'd been quite a lot. Oh no, I did. Yeah, stuff. I went. I went to Mildenhall. Uh, I can't remember why. I think there was something there. It might have been the Cobra Ball or the Cobra something. One of the Cobras. Um, mm. And um, yeah, so I, I went to. I did go to Mildenhall, and I think it was for one of the Cobra Balls, um, but it didn't fly in that day. And it was clear that it wasn't going to fly. Uh, so I sort of hung around for a bit. I can't remember if I got movement. I might have seen a KC-10, actually, which was nice. But nice, nice. Uh, I then heard that there was an Indian C-17 going into Stansted, so I hoofed it down at more than 45 miles an hour to Stansted uh, from Mildenhall and uh, got that coming in. So actually, I, actually, I did get an Indian plane this year. They are? Yeah. Awesome. So... And that's not not a bad, that worked not out a bad all right. patch at all. Why why was it in? Pardon? Why why was it here? Oh no idea. It's been a few Indian no. uh I think it's been a few Indian mm. transport planes. There was a uh, Indian Hercules here, I think, this year as well. Is it really? Could be wrong. Interesting. But I think so. It's been a few interesting so all, Herxes all the, as well. All the East Anglia stuff is just Wasn't so there far a away. South South African Hercules when yeah, I think Cambridge. that might be what I'm thinking of, yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah. a B model, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I remember someone tweeting about that actually. Yeah, or Xing, whatever it's fucking called now. I think if I still lived in North London, or had my own car, probably more pertinently, 
I would probably get out to those things more. Like Cambridge isn't too difficult to get away with. But yeah, uh, we had um, I had a U.S. Army Chinooks into Cardiff. That was fun. Oh yeah, over Easter, and then one broke and landed in a field, and I went up to the field, and they were like, "You can have a look." I went inside, I had a look around, and then they were like, "But no photos," because the Americans are getting weird about it, and too many spotters have turned up. And they didn't like the look and the image of their Chinook being broken in a field. <laughs> so then it then it just flew back to Cardiff Airport and then uh, pissed off to Ireland for Joe Biden's visit. So, yeah, that was quite good fun. And that was all over the Easter weekend as well. So it's just like a long bank holiday mm-hmm. chasing Chinooks around South Wales. That was quite good fun. Um, I think I got my first and um, 12. Oh, nice. I've been oh, talking. Yeah, I've been did. talking for years about getting. They've been in and out of Birmingham. I think doing Jaguar Land Rover drops, part drops. So they've been in and out for years, and I always kept laughing and joking about how, whenever I saw one that was due in, it was shit weather or it was pitch black. And then finally, after about four years, finally got one. <laughs> so I think that's the orange and blue. One. Yeah, Cavok. Yeah, yeah. Cavok. Yeah, that's yeah. quality. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, I'm dead happy to have got that. Yeah, well, that's that's, that's good enough. That's pretty stocks, yeah. I think that's the only spotting trip I did. When was actually? When was? I got a Q eighty A three forty, but I don't know if that was last year for. Oh, that might be last year because it was over for Queen. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, September last year. Yeah, I yeah, got that as well. Yeah. And they went all over the place, didn't they? A three forty doing hundred mile journey. <laughs> But I think yeah, I think that's that's the only spotting trip I've done this year. Well, and that's a good one. What one mile to the end of <laughs> one mile down the road? Better than a Voyager. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Um, maybe looking ahead again, there anything in particular we're thinking about for next year? I mean, I mean, actually, when we could talk about uh, some of the overseas shows as well, we've done. I don't think we spoke about Poland, did we? I can't remember uh, now. If we have, I haven't spoken about it. I don't um, I'm going to say no for now. Tell us, just tell us about the big meat platter we had. Oh God, I will tell you about that. Um, because <laughs> I think we were all ill as well. I think we <laughs> we were all sort of lying there for some reason, or sitting there for some reason, ill in this weird sort of wooden, wood-built Polish, like old-style lodge house, and we just got this big big massive mixed grill oh and it was just like the and this was on the, the the evening after the last day of the air show and was you not suffering with dehydration oh yeah and we were all suffering from dehydration oh no actually because we've been outside no, that day we, we've been outside yeah. and there's a little shop not far from the little spotters area so we we were all rattled up to f- yeah <laughs> so in poland it seems like uh non-alcoholic drinks are obviously like non-alcoholic versions of alcoholic drinks are a really big deal and i think it's the same in quite a lot of countries particularly i think countries that like historically had alcohol alcoholism problems maybe but um (laughs) um so like there were just loads of like non-alcoholic rattlers in the shops so for some reason that just sort of became the drink of the trip like we were just sat there (laughs) we were stood there in this field drinking out these glass bottles these rattlers and it was it was, it was bloody lovely and lots of poles having sort of very, very sketchy looking barbecues in, you know, very long grass that could have easily caught fire and it was very dry. Oh, yeah. It was very hot. I had that when I went to a uh, tiger meet in Poznan a couple of years ago. They just, the naughty fields outside were just bonkers. There was, bar- there was barbecues, people yeah, turning yeah. up in their cars with 
taking out the picnic tables and everything. It was just mental. We, yeah. we actually didn't Imagine talk about Doxford. We actually didn't talk about uh, Poland at all because we've only done three episodes since Riyadh. Four episodes and three of them have been guest episodes. So we, we could do a little rundown of it if you want, but we let's, could. Let's do a little rundown of Poland. Yeah, that was quite a good show. It's one of the, I think it's one of the highlights in the other than Italy. I think it's one of the international highlights in the calendar that people would have looked forward to at the start of the year. Yeah. Um, and it was a good show. Yeah, I don't think I think so. This is Radom we're talking about. It was the Radom the air show at Radom? Yeah, sorry. Um, and we we did do a we wrote a review for it. Um, I wrote a review for it, in fact. Um, and it was I, I think Radom isn't what it used to be. I think there was a period maybe ten years or so ago, uh, just under ten years maybe, where it was it was pulling some ridiculous stuff, and it was. Um, really was considered one of the highlights of the calendar because you had some pretty mental stuff going on. And I think that all sort of peaked mm-hmm. with the Pakistani JF-17. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that was like the the maddest thing that it ever got. And so, but then I think certainly post-pandemic, I think this was the first one since the 2018, actually. Yeah, it was. And yeah. I, I, you, you spoke to certainly some of the Polish people who had been to all of them and, and it, they were saying it didn't live up to what it used to be. It was still a very good show. I mean, certainly for someone who's never been to a Polish air show before and has never been spotted in Poland or anything like that. Oh, no, I have been to an air show in Poland, what are talking about? But um, in terms of, like, seeing pretty much everything mm-hmm. in the Polish inventory... Um, pretty much, yeah. You, you got that. Like, there was a massive fly-past, for some reason, which had pretty much everything. You had a, a, a mini airfield beat-up by some Su-22s, um, which was fantastic. Uh, you got to see... Yeah, helicopters and some of the new stuff. So an FA fifty stuff on interesting stuff on the ground. Pretty much all most of the good European fast jet demos. Well, that's the thing. When you take away this, is when people you know sometimes criticise Riyadh, who is UK based, oh, yeah, it's all just you know it's Belgian F sixteen, then it's a Turkish F sixteen, and then it's you know I don't know uh, Italian Eurofighter, blah 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 blah. Um, but that's literally European air. That's literally the European air show circuit. Yeah. And you go to European air show, and it's just that the only thing that elevates a European air show from, say, Riyadh, which you know where familiarity breeds contempt, is say you go to Poland and you see the Polish stuff, or you go to Denmark yeah. and you see a, a, a Herc popping flares or something, or you go to uh, France and you see some of the some of the you know, French home base yeah. stuff. But other than that, once once you get the home base stuff out yeah. of the way, it's just the it's just the by the numbers European air show circuit. So yeah, it was the Hellenic F sixteen, it was the RAF Typhoon. Uh, I think the special one broke on all of the days. It was no, all, it, no, it, it flew on the Saturday uh, because we were in size, oh, so neither we none of us took any pictures we were, of it. We didn't it. And then I was fi- it was like I was fine because uh, on the Friday, <laughs> which was the practice day, and the Sunday we were in Sunday. what is probably one of the best naughty fields in Europe, um, yeah, which is, is just exceptional, yeah. exceptional positioning on like we were the f- fuck me we beat the forecast. It was forecast to like be thunderstorms the entire weekend, and we actually had it was too hot, it was too it sunny. Was, yeah. um, I, 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 I went was, into detail yeah. in the review about this ludicrous water rule and situation there which i'm not going to repeat on here it doesn't it's no point really but it was we were very dehydrated on the saturday suffice to say um but yeah and so we were all like oh it's fine we'll just get some the best shots we'll ever get a blackjack on the sunday and of course it broke so obviously class um but as naughty fields go it was it was unbelievable and it's also an air show where they use flares so uh and that was where i 
my uh, the discussion we had earlier in the year about how flares uh should and aren't shouldn't be used in a fast jet this demo was like perfectly put on display there because you had some of the other ones which were just pants and didn't do anything and then you had the finnish hornet demo using flares which was like <laughs> just, this is one of the coolest things i've ever seen in my life yeah, it, just dumped them all out. it was, just it, was <coughs> it was so cool um, yeah, it was dumping flares but, like but, a dump. But, shit. but what did set Radon apart? Beautiful. It, what, After it, your meat platter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. God! I mean, I mean, it was very congested the next day, but God, it was satisfying. Was it yeah, was the I perfect end to an air show weekend. The way it really was. Beef clogging. Oh, it was quality meat as well. <laughs> I we I think yeah, I have more memory of that that meal than I do like the air show. I I treasure my photo of it more. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was it was it was a good show. I mean, in terms of what did set it apart from, as we were saying, sort of that average European show is, is you did see pretty much everything in the Polish inventory, bar the Heinz and something else, Sea Sprite, Sea Sprite, and I think there was there was another thing maybe that that wasn't didn't take part, but you saw pretty much everything, and it was mm. it was really cool, really really cool. Mm. Um, and you also had some Leonardo stuff there, first Polish Merlin. Uh, Polish first Polish AW one four nine, and and some and some really cool guest stuff. And it had a night show, which was really 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 good. I thought, mm-hmm. including a Herc yeah. doing that famous you know Herc dump of flares at night, which was yeah that's become that's become like a, a, a kind of a, a demo thing for the Polish yeah. work in Poland yeah. now because it, it does that like the, it does, does it at Lesno it does it at other. Um, other events as well and it's become a thing and you can tell because they it like it knew yeah what it needed to do because you know it's pitch black and you you if you're lucky you may see some nav lights but you can easily confuse them for stars or something it's really pitch black and you're looking up into a pitch black sky and there's no moon or anything yeah. and um so to get the spotters like attention you know to get everyone's attention it pops out like very like just a series of one, two, three, four flares before doing the massive dump, so you can go, oh, there it is, and get all your camera ready and get excited, and then it does its massive dump, and it does it in an arc going round as well, and it does it in an arc so away from, yeah, so cool, but it's bloody cool. It wasn't the only; it was probably the second coolest thing in the night show. It was, yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Oh, I was actually leading him for you to talk about that, but <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we would just <laughs> just love it so much. It was a uh, the so. The Polish Sukhoi Su-22, um, different to all the ones that were in the fly past on the demo earlier in the day, equipped with a KK, an old KKR pod, which is one of those. It's uh, for the for those who don't know, which is basically everyone, including me, until the like that show. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Um, it's it's a long pod on the center line that has a camera. Uh, in the front or the back and then you know and then the other end it's got a bunch of incredibly bright flares now they're not flares like you see like your traditional thing where they pop out and there's a load of smoke it's just like a flashbang like it just drops and it just pops and it's a huge flash and there's it's like a lightning strike there's like a half second where everything is daylight yeah and they go straight back to pitch black and it's got i don't know it must have had 40 or 50 of these and it just went in a long line just dropping these you know, popping flares um, and obviously the camera in the pod is synchronized so that the shutter goes off as the flare you know pops and lights and illuminates everything but it was insane to see just this Sukhoi just going along and dropping these basically yeah. flashbangs and flying off into the distance 
and you can hear it you know two stage afterburner you know when it turns its afterburner on yeah. it's like a big shotgun blast it's so difficult to describe but it's such a cool thing to see it, it was it was so confusing at first as well because you, we we knew it was coming in i think you spotted it off in the distance or someone spotted it off in the distance ollie ollie and his amazing eyes ollie and his amazing eyes spotted it off that's ollie curtis who came out um, with well came out with tom and nick but well, obviously we just we were part of the group gordon was out there as well um and ollie spotted it off in the distance and so we knew it was coming in. And then all of a sudden, there was just this bang, 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 bang. And we had no yeah. fucking idea what was going on. It was so weird. Um, and yeah, and, and they weren't conventional flares. And they weren't they were conventional flares. Like, genuinely like flashbacks. And, I, I thought, and like... because they were behind the plane, I thought they were like ground pyros. But then they just went on far too long for them to have been on the yeah. ground. And then and they arced upwards when the and then they uh, arced the upwards with it up. and it was yeah, like yeah. that was sort of obviously realised it was coming out and I didn't actually realise what it was because I I'd read like in books before I'd read about flashes for airborne cameras but I assumed it was just a, like a flash in the thing I didn't realise it was something that actually just fucking shits out and explodes. Um, but I like how they're all periodic. I like how even even you know Polish reconnaissance planes have to machine gun their targets <laughs> like us. You know. <laughs> And actually goes along at a high altitude. Well, so the got shutter horizon. Speed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A Polish horizon. It's flying yeah. in a cant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Um, it was. No, it was good. Yeah, Poland was. Yeah, good. Yeah, it was a good show. Um, I'd, I'd go, I'd, I'd go back. I mean, I don't know if I'd go back every year, but if there was, if they got something really interesting, I'd go back. It was. It was fun. Naughty Field mm-hmm. was great. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't say that, but it was mm-hmm. great. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Very good. We liked Poland. Dom or Ian got anything else to say to to, to remark about the year uh, before we get yeah, on how, to... How, how do we follow that? Yeah, I went to Cosford. <laughs> no, 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 to be fair, Cosford, I mean. Cosford had the uh, the Pat Swiss, which I think is the only... When was the last time they come to the UK? Been a while. The Patrice Suisse? Yeah. They, they come semi-regularly. I can't think of the last time they were at Cosford. Yeah, this, this still must have been two or three years before it since they last came to the UK though. so for Cosford to get them I think it was a big and remember draw. the Swiss the Swiss completely declined React yeah. this year as well yeah so that's that's quite they did quite but I, I always feel like that shouldn't be the 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 remark ev- about every single thing like oh it didn't go to React because it feels like mm, I know true. React is the biggest one but it also I think it it's like it's overly patronising about the other shows perhaps I don't know it's not the right word but anyway sorry yeah Patrice Reese it felt better at, in Cosford's um, more condensed crowd space I think um, felt a lot tighter mm. and nicer um, what else is Cosford oh the RAF Hercules last air show final air show of the RAF Hercules oh god rest its soul they'll be missed two of them everyone thinks they it's a stupid idea yeah, well, stupid is as stupid does. Um, the uh, RJF there as well after quite an absence. Oh yeah, well they, okay. I, I, they must be great at a place like Cosford. That did it, it did work well, mm. as expected. Yeah. I, I, to be fair, I rate them anywhere. I, I really enjoy the the Jordanians. I know everyone takes a piss at React. Oh, it's a toilet break, but. I think that's an idiot thing to say. I really they have. I, I always take time to watch them. They they mm. have always put on a very good display. If you sit and watch them, it is it's a it's a quality routine. Yeah. Didn't they didn't they go up in the piss poor weather this year as well? One of yeah. the only things that did was it Friday. 
They've done it before, yeah. They, uh, did anything go up on the Friday? That's an interesting question. I yeah, seem to yeah, remember something did. did, but then it got like really got bad. A couple of couple of things did. Yeah, gripping E and oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Some stuff. Yeah, French C one three five just. Oh, of course it did. It yeah, through honked yeah. it down the runway. Um. Speaking of cute couples going away to other countries, uh, having a nice, <laughs> nice little road trip, uh, Tom, why don't you tell us about your mega spotting trip in to Japan, the land of the rising the sun? Land of the rising I still sun. don't know if that's a bit yikes no, or racist to say. It's but... it's the sun rises there, as it does all over the world. But yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, it, Japan. It's on everyone's it's on everyone's list. So um, I don't need to explain how much I was looking forward to it. Um, first night, Nick, so Nick and I, um, we rented a car because you kind of have to when you're doing foreign spotting abroad because you have to go to all these air bases. And the public transport is very good in Japan, but it's not quite good enough to get you to stupid air bases like Yakari. Um, so we rented a car uh, and we arrived so late on the Saturday that we the car desk had uh, shut so i booked us into a one of those little pod hotels I was like, oh this is cool first night in japan staying in a pod yeah awesome i've never seen so much dick in my entire life because <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> uh, that, that, podcast, that I think. <laughs> was not what i was all expecting. of the all of, yeah, a bit of a hard right. Sorry, we can cut this here. Oh, this is staying in this. All of the, please don't, no, please absolutely don't. not. <laughs> but because I was like, I, I'm assuming there's communal bathrooms, but I'm assuming there's you know stalls to get changed in, and you know the showers are private. No, it's all just one massive ablution, and you know, and it's lots of um, kaishain business people who are like st- you know travel to Tokyo, you know, so that they can get up early in the morning and go to work and then stay in these pods, you know, for the week before going home to their actual families. Um, but uh, no, Nick and I were really, really lucky going to Japan because you can plan it and plan it and plan it. Um, but ultimately, you know, things look complete when, when you go, when you visit an airbase or visit a spotting location, it all looks well and good uh, on Google Maps and you can do all your mm. street view and Tokyo doesn't look that big on street view. I know it fucking is, but I, and, and, and only an idiot thinks it isn't, but it doesn't, you look at it on street view and you're like, oh yeah, that's all right, we can do that. And it's like five hours, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I can walk that in an hour. No, it's five hours in the car. Um, so you, you can do, and, and you know, you don't know what the weather's going to be like. So we went this time of year because this is their sunny season. So the two best seasons to go to Japan are like April, May for the cherry blossoms when everything's hideously expensive. Or now, um, in the middle of the summer, they have all their typhoons, which is when it's all crap weather. Um, and then in the winter, it's all very nice, but it's all very snowy and um, all the companies are shut. So all the air bases are shut. <clears throat> um, and we just got we just got really lucky with the weather. The whole two weeks, I think 90% of it was in sunshine. And because it's like they're further south than us towards the equator, but they're still a northern hemisphere country, it's kind of like our winter here, except without all the shit weather. So, you know, when you get like a really pale, nice wintry sky, mm. it was kind of like that. A couple of days were boiling hot, um, like like record-breaking hot over there. So we did have a 30-degree day, and I packed all these jumpers and coats. I was like, what the fuck is this? Um, otherwise, no, we've, we, the weather was really, really good. And um, we, you know, we sort of took our time and we researched where, what we wanted to do and, and where we wanted to go. And um, we had a great time. And um, I'm not going to get into like a... On day one, we did this. On day two, we did that. 
Um, so I'll speak about Japanese air shows because we went to a couple. We went to one called Tachikawa, which is first fucking thing about Japanese air shows. Not a lot of them are advertised mm. with much notice. So on the Thursday before we were flying on the Friday night, uh, and that's another story because our return flights were cancelled on the Thursday before we were due to fly. So I had to part with a lot of extra money to book Wait, with a different airline. What? Yeah, our return. Our, so we were flying out fine. Our return flights were just completely cancelled. Just like, oh, sorry. Who are you flying? Yeah, Air China. Air China. I don't. Why were they cancelled? No reason was given, but they offered an alternative the next day, and I was like, well, that's no good to me because I'm at work then. Like, I can't. And, and I've I t- I taken the most amount of time I allowed to take off. Yeah, I could take you'd... an extra day. Um, so I had to spend a bit of money, and now I have a fun insurance claim to make. Um, but on that Thursday, I was sort of just perusing Twitter at lunch, and. Um, uh, my because I've been sort of researching and, and following all the Japanese spotters who are incredibly online so it's really easy to follow various different people and you get to know different people who stick to different bases and um, one of them said oh it's a practice fly pass for Tachikawa and I was like what's Tachikawa and I looked and um, literally the, the first day we were there um, one of the oldest most historic airfields in Japan which is a Japanese army helicopter base in Tokyo about 40 minutes from our hotel was holding an air show so we were like yeah, fucking brilliant because um, we didn't know what we were going to do on the first day because it was a Sunday and we thought you know we'll just go see the sights you know just get ourselves embedded in and we went and um, we saw some we had some of the best light of the entire mm. trip and we ticked off loads of Japanese army and air force types immediately and we were like oh well that's, that's alright like, I, I really wanted those you know those blue black hawks that they have Yeah. every base has like a pair or a trio they're like the air rescue squadron and they're the Air Force sort of Blackhawks with the tanks and a big long refueling probe. And um, I was like, oh, I'd, I'd thought privately, I'd absolutely love to, you know, to get one of those in decent light. Um, they're really common, but they're really hard to to shoot because the, the sun's never in the right place yeah. or they're in an awkward angle. Uh, and there was one there, and it was literally just nose on to us, and it sort of started up, and it had a really nice clean backgrounds, and it was just like, oh, cool, brilliant. So we ticked a lot of stuff off just on that first day. Um, the next weekend, we went to um, the main helicopter base uh which is akino or akino um which is uh, miles away from tokyo it's like seven hours drive that was a long drive on the friday to get there and um did you not consider like just renting a car for short term and just taking the train yeah, to and pl- from places we we did but it's it, so driving's a bit of a ball ache and i, I you know with limited i i mean how long have you got for me to talk about japan honestly but the, the uh, 15 minutes it it can be yeah exactly it can be more of a ball ache to do that than to just have your own car pay uh, all the expressways are all told because oh, yeah. the infrastructure in japan is insane the roads yeah. are insane but it's, tolls it's an earthquake country and it's yeah it's an earthquake country and it's a hilly country so there's so many tunnels there's so many bridges and it costs a shitload to build roads and they get that back through tolls uh, and so what you can do is you can pay for sort of exemption cards, um, which we did, and it saved us a lot of money in the end. Um, and so sometimes it can just be simpler just to have like yeah, rent sure. one car and then plan where you go. But I mean, the other thing as well is that it's a bit of a ball ache getting on and off of trains when you've got like two bits of carry-on luggage and your camera bag and your rucksack that you take on airplanes and everything else, whereas sometimes it's... And step ladders. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, well, of course. You have, to, yeah. you have to buy those. So, you, I mean, it's doable, um, but sometimes it's a bit more of a hassle than it's worth just to, you know, drive yeah, sure. five hours and swap at 
an hour 2.5 or something so that's what we decided to do so we went to Akino um, and all, all, the, all these Japanese air shows they all start their gates open at you know perhaps 7.30 maybe 8 flying starts they might send a weather recon up at 8 but flying normally starts at 8.15 8.30 Blimey. and it runs yeah it runs through to lunch you have a break at lunch and then there's like a I don't know something at two o'clock, and you're done by two thirty. Like every oh, show really? is done by two thirty. Yeah, and then um, guests like guests, uh, and you don't really have any foreign aircraft, so it's just other Japanese air, which for us was fine, but probably a bit boring for the locals. They then leave between about two thirty and three. They all go home on the Sunday night, and three you're out and you're done. Um, and that's like even so. We went to Akin, we went to Tachikawa. We were a bit late for that, so we only saw really the end of it. Um, because it just took so long to get through Tokyo. Um, Akino the whole day. And yeah, that ended at sort of two, I think. The main flying really ended at 12. It was like nine till 12. And then we went to Gifu, um, which is the the main flight test center where they've got all their really interesting, you know, jets in colorful schemes, even more colorful than the actual operational schemes because that's their test, their flight test center. And that, you know, yeah, started at 8.30 and... They were done by 12, had a lunch break. And then the only thing left then was Blue Impulse um, mm. between one and, and, and two. And then that that was like, Gifu's like, like the Riyadh of Japan. It's one of the main air shows in Japan. And um, it, yeah, done by 2.33. So it's like, it's really weird. So you have to get to them really early. There's no parking at any of them. You can find some parking, um, but most of the time it's public transport only. Um, so the locals will have to get the public transport and they have absolutely no issues with naughty fields um, and also and, and Akino was just taking the piss like every, everyone was just around the base mm. the base has only got like a waist high fence so they're just like wow. you, you just go wherever you want basically um, the flying display line is a lot closer um, but it's also a lot higher so um, it's like 500 feet but it's probably only 100, 150 metres away which is a bit of a ball ache. You think that'd be great, but actually it's a ball ache because you're just looking up. You're not really, it, it's actually better in Europe when they're further away, but lower because um, you're more 45 degrees onto them. So there was plenty of topsides at various different shows from various different aircraft that are all just Sammy side-ons basically. Mm-hmm. And they just look a bit stupid. Um, so yeah, that's Japanese shows in a nutshell. And, for, and they are heaving. They are free, free to enter. heaving. All free. Yeah. yeah, sorry, I should have said that as well. All completely free. Um, and they're all just a little bit it's just it's just an odd experience Gifu for example it's all uh, it's a completely south facing show and one of the cl- few cloudy days we had was at Gifu show which is good because I didn't want to be facing the sun all day and so you're you're the north side of the runway and you're, you're facing south and they're doing all the stuff over the runway all great but then they had like a separate area and you were completely at liberty to walk all the way around the runway threshold the edge of the runway whilst there were jets holding and you know revving their engines mm. up or whatever and you just walk to the other side of the airfield and then in the very corner by the runway threshold on the south side was where they put all the food stands what all the, yeah Amazing. it was really weird and you know there was a sh- there were shuttle buses going all day and they were, they were typically japanese very prompt very good very lovely um and so, so nick and i because we had to sort of make tracks back to tokyo after gifu so we thought we'll go during blue impulse to avoid the traffic and thank god we did because people do park they just park in driveways and on streets and stuff um but yeah really weird yeah gifu is this you know there's like f15s and f2s doing formation splits and twists and Mm. rolls and stuff 
and then there's like and then there's just a little cluster of food vendors on the south side because I couldn't fit them on the north side really weird um, so it's a very odd dynamic um, and it's it's, an, it's not a negative one it's just a very interesting one um, but uh, yeah so those are Japanese air shows um, in terms of the spotting we did well I put enough of that on my Instagram um, we went to all the usual places in the Tokyo and Nagoya area and um, it was fucking brilliant I don't know what else to it say is, about I it I mean really. it, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we all are insanely jealous it's a the hell of a trip and the stuff you got i mean the, the cobra you got co- fucking cobras that i was yeah that was like a big objective because i mean they're, they're so they're, they are quite common because there's so many of them but like i was just like i have to see an in-service like yeah. military cobra yeah um a legacy cobra as well and yeah and they've got like legacy hueys and they're replacing them with basically what are what well, they, they're called uh2s but they're what we used to have yeah. as griffins for it bell 412s basically um, although they, I had a look in the cockpit of one and it's all glass compared to our Griffins which were like you know steam gauges but that like all their new stuff is just stuff that we've already retired it's yeah. just crazy um, did yeah. you do any base visits? we did um, so well so Akino or Akino I'm still not really sure because the, the locals said two different things um, depending on what accent you had Akino um, was a base visit and it was supposed to be a base visit and then um because the they all they turned around and said we're doing an air show on this weekend again we didn't know about it and it just by luck it just happened to be right bang in the middle of when we were there so we were like and we were planning on being there on the monday and they were like well on the saturday we're doing an air show um so we got a little bit of access but we got most of the images Mm. from there and then um the other one we did which was really really good um albeit the weather kind of put paid to it a little bit that was probably the the negative of the trip was komatsu where they've got their aggressor eagles as a base, Komatsu is a ball eight to shoot because they so they've got these colourful F-15s and you want to get a top side of them because they're all top sides. Um, uh, you know, most of the colours on the top sides. And <clears throat> we worked out we we researched really. This is so stupid and geeky, but we researched really hard that we worked out that almost all fighter bases it's standard operating procedure for everything to curve left or right um, to avoid something. So Yakari, we got um, eight. Mitsubishi F2s take off you know two sets of four and we'd like spent ages Nick and I in our little chat we spent ages like looking at the map trying to work out you know oh no I think it's here no I think it's there I think it's here well if the wind's going this way I think it's and um, trying to geolocate where the location is for the top side because if you go too far south they curve in front of you if you go too far north you don't it's backlit there's just like a magic sweet spot and it's the same at Komatsu and um, luckily at Komatsu, they've got um, two other squadrons of normally marked F-15s. And they're up a lot more than the aggressors, which is just one squadron. And it's a small squadron at that. So we just used them. And it, it took a lot of trial and error. And there's so many launches where we're like, oh, no, it's a Sammy side on. Oh, go there. No, we've gone too far. It's backlit. No, mm. go back a little bit. No, that's the wrong place. And, and then, you know, there's a spotter over there. Maybe if we go over there. No, he's he doesn't know what he's fucking doing. No, that's... So we did finally get topside aggressors, and the aggressors are cool. I'm not a fan of some of the schemes. Some of them is like one's just got like a brown stripe on the nose. I'm like, come on, amazing, guys, do better than that. Um, but yeah, so Komatsu was the biggest ball eight issue, and the weather was a bit awkward, and you know they didn't fly every day, but yeah, we got enough out of it. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's just an insane place. I, I said to I was saying to Nick, um, I think how I describe it in. A phrase is probably how I would imagine spotting in Europe was like in the 90s 
because everything's got color everything's interesting yeah. everything's old um and even the old stuff is like you know they're brand new huey replacements are just but uh, what we had as griffins like i said um it, it's the same with the cobras you know it's like are you gonna replace these yeah they're getting a bit old but uh, we might just upgrade them yeah. <laughs> so it's just like you know everything i mean uh, so my regret is that i didn't get the f4s but you know my life was in a different place uh, a couple of years ago but uh, other than that yeah no we're really happy um nice yeah great trip that's awesome yeah took a lot of organizing but thoroughly recommended if if people can do it and i appreciate not a lot of people can because it is a ball ache and it is very expensive but yeah it's very very good it is like it is one of those places that is just is is in the top five like destinations of every single plane spotter though isn't it had to oh yeah and i just thought i'm gonna keep putting it off keep putting it off keep putting it off and i just thought now i'm gonna bite the bullet and do it but next year again work this out during our planning phase next year is the 75th anniversary of the JASDF so next year is probably the year to go um, but there we are fingers crossed now I'm parched but yeah it's um, thoroughly recommended and everyone's so nice and everything's so clean all the trucks are spotless Dom you'd fucking love the car scene out there brilliant yeah I was going to say about the cars the some of the stuff you were putting up were just Crazy. I didn't know I didn't because I'm not a car guy. Nick was like, "Oh, yeah." If we were driving, Nick was like, "I'll take a picture of that because Dom and Dan will hate it." So yeah, we just woke we up in the morning and just wet ourselves because you got a and this yeah. sky on and Toyota Super. Is, oh Jesus Christ! You just don't see him in the UK anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stupid amount of um, driving around everywhere. I mean, you it's could do proper, you proper you, you could shop. do probably just a car meet trip for a couple of weeks, couldn't you? Just going from meet to meet because there's got to be something on most days. Well, I, th- I think somewhere was it um. Wes Wes Howells is that his surname? Yeah, he went was, out to yeah. Japan this year and he did a lot a lot of car stuff as well. It's just, yeah, if I went, I'd have to you know do split it. I'd have to get to a car meet. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, there, and there was a lot on. Like we occasionally just stumbled across them, like as we were driving around. Um, thing just like oh shit. Th- thing to do, I reckon, would be to time it with the Grand Prix. Wasn't you at the Grand Prix a couple of years ago? Yeah, well, that, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm saying. I think it, it's if you're going to go as a, I'm thinking about you in particular, Dom. Time it with the Grand Prix. Get out there, do that, do some planes, do some cars, and you've got you know ridiculous trip lined up. And I seem to recall tickets were relatively easy to get as well. They weren't like you didn't have to be sit like Silverstone. We had to buy them all up in an hour or something. Or Las Vegas, and you have to pay twelve and a half grand. Jesus. <laughs> it's so annoying that that turned out to be a good race not that I watched it mm. but I wish it had just been the absolute most boring thing that ever happened anyway um, on probably on that note uh, we're all salivating drooling at the mouth dreaming of going Honestly, to Japan I could do a four hour podcast about Japan so I'll try very hard to limit it to just Japanese I mean it's, it's I, there was no need to I mean other than no, your own time sense. constraints there wasn't really a need to limit yourself I mean well, I've actually no, don't, don't, fucking don't, because I'll. Well, like, maybe, so. maybe we'll do another one soon. Hopefully, touch wood, and we can have part two talking about the spotting and, and anything else and, and all that. But uh, getting the right. Forrest Gump in the land of China, except for Japan. And on that note, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's been another episode of the UK Asia Review podcast. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the episode, uh, do share it around with people you know. Av geeks, uh, fellow aviation enthusiasts, airshow goers, people who love planes, people who love 
uh, inane conversation. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at UK Airshow Review. Our website, where you can read all of our reviews and feature reports, is airshows.co.uk, uh, including one from Japan. My own shameless plug there that I did in uh, 2019 when I visited the Phantoms. <laughs> so, uh, suck my dick, Tom. Uh, and you can... <laughs> Add that to the list that he's already seen. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can also join our forums, which is forums.airshows.co.uk, where I assume tom will be posting some spotting photos we have very active photo threads uh photo sub forums lots of discussion of both modern and historic air shows and mili- uh, aviation uh I, i've gone off script and it's it's completely thrown me off Nice. No, okay, you do. Should I just edit one from another podcast? <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, just do just do a template one that we can just cut in. <laughs> Yeah, but it's that's it's, what you want to do. It, it keeps it keeps them listening, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> thank you, and see you in another episode. Goodbye. Sayonara. Oh. <laughs>